Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Putting You Over. Yeah. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Putting You Over. Yeah. Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer. Hi everybody, welcome. This is putting you over. I am the standing streamer, and holy crap, am I busy tonight? Uh, I have been in the live, and it's still going on. It's right here. Nobody can see it. I can see it. I can hear it. Actually, I can't hear it. I could if I wanted to. Um, but I am recording it. It's a live Q&A with Nick Foley in the Undisputed Era, Undisputed Era for a great cause and whatnot. Uh, thank you to Wrestling News World for that. So we have that to talk about a little bit. Uh, if I can remember everything that had been discussed before I went live. We also uh, will we'll touch on Synergy Wrestling and what they're doing for first responders. We'll touch a little bit about that tonight. Maybe even a little bit, delve into it a little bit more at the end. After our interview with the Jordan Oliver, member of Injustice on MLW. Sauce God himself. Slow it down, kid. We're going to talk to him here tonight, and I'm going to do it without my dry erase board because my kids have dried every single fucking marker I have. Dried it right up. I don't have it. All my notes are here on my phone, uh, and and that's that's just how it's going to go tonight. So uh, I thank everybody for being here. Let's. I'm going to you know put out some tweets and all that fun stuff, and then uh, we'll call Jordan and get him on. Okay. Um, um, pull up my chat in case people are chatting. What's up, Eva? Yes, hello. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, greatly appreciated. I'm gonna call Jordan Oliver here. I'm I I feel so scattered because uh, I've been in this chat and now I'm really upset because now they got a bunch of kids on and I'm totally missing all the fun. 
but I am recording it and it's great. I really wish I could just, I really wish I could play it for you guys and I really wish you guys could hear it and all that fun stuff. But oh, it's man. great. Uh, but I am running a little bit behind. I told all, uh, Jordan Oliver I'd call him at nine fifteen. I'm gonna fill up my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fill up my beer. Actually, maybe I should go to the bathroom first. Maybe go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Fill up my beer. Call Jordan Oliver. Does that sound good for everyone? Eva, what do you think? Hello. You know what's weird, Jordan? You know what's weird? What's up? Is I I type in I type in uh, Jordan Oliver. Uh, I type in what I'm supposed to type in on Skype, and uh, there's two names yeah. that come up, and one of them has a, a little icon of of you, I think, in a wrestling ring, and the other one has a blank, and it's it's nothing else. And so I click the one, with the, the one with the icon, and I'm I call it, and I'm like no answer. So then I I DM you, and I'm like I'm ready. Are you ready? And then you go yeah. So I I call it again. I'm like no answer. I'm like oh man, what did I do now? So I was like I'll just call the other one and see who we get. And sure enough, here you are. So it worked. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's technology. It, I I tell you, every time I do this show, something goes wrong. And the camera you're seeing right now is like this one. It's like this is just the Skype camera. Like this is not the okay. the Twitch camera. There's another camera. I have a whole elaborate setup that means really right. nothing to me. Uh, first of all, thank you for taking the time to 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 spend on a Saturday night. I mean, I guess there's nothing much more to do, right? So yeah, I guess so. I guess right. Um, so. I, I just yeah, so I said thank you. I, I'm running behind because I, I was doing this thing for Wrestling News World and this I'm gonna name drop here with the Mick Foley and the Undisputed Era and I was in the Q and A and I was like, Oh, I gotta leave and I ditched them. Uh <laughs> but you know, you're more important. You're more important to me. Obviously. Yes, yes. You are the sauce god. you are the slow down kid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. And I, I realize I have to fix my uh my 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 it's on my end it's my camera over there so we can see your face a little better so i'll ask you a question and maybe yeah. you can just talk because you said you like to talk and elaborate while i run yeah, around yeah. while i run around and, and fix that uh so we see your beautiful face on the screen perfectly um and i'm looking at my phone tonight too here's another thing i i love to talk too as i said <laughs> here's another thing uh, I'm looking at my phone tonight. Normally, I don't. I have a dry erase board up here, but my kids stole all the markers and they all dried out, and I can't do it. So I, I'll, all my notes are here. So I'm not ignoring you in following my social media. I'm actually reading notes. So yeah, cool. I, so yeah, all good, dude. Um, why why don't you uh, let me think? Uh, what icebreaker would I like to go with? How about let us know um, what is wrestling mean to you because I, I listened to another podcast you did and I feel really bad I can't remember who it was but you talked about what wrestling means to people and it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people and somebody of your caliber your style and your upbringing I guess is how we're going to get to it um, some people might look at what you do as not quote unquote wrestling 
And sure. So you just want to touch on that for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it, to me, like in the sense of like, what does wrestling mean? It's right. like, do you mean in ring aspect or just in general? Cause to me, wrestling means everything, just you know, the whole I mean? package, but yeah. So I think, I think just when, when people say, when I say at least like wrestling means to me, I just think it's just a, you know, an athletic contest. I don't think there's really any barriers to what wrestling is. I think it's much similar to like, what's a movie? Is a movie a 30 minute thing, an hour? Is it, could a movie be five minutes? You know, like what's the actual like idea of it or a movie can be comedy or whatever, et cetera. And I think wrestling's very similar. I don't think there's any really explanation of what is wrestling because wrestling's not wrestling. I think it's, I think it's like, it's in the eye of the beholder and what's wrestling to one person might not be wrestling to another. So I'll say this, I'll say this in a way that I hope isn't insulting, but somebody might look at something you do as a, as a wrestler and think to themselves, that's not wrestling. That kid is just basically putting his life on the line every single time he steps into the ring. That's not wrestling. And that's not, that's not where I come from, but I know people that, that think like that. And I know people that, that talk like that. And, uh, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. I never, I never ever get stressed about someone saying like the few select clips that people have seen of me where, right. where it's not like, uh, you know, hold for hold wrestling or whatever. Yep. And I think that's okay. If, if, if that's the content of mine that they've, they've been presented with, maybe they saw the minute spot with Blake Christian or the, the another minute spot with Blake Christian or something like that. And their, their thought is, Oh, well, this guy's just kind of dancing around and they like to see more Ric Flair and Steamboat stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I also have matches where I do that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have matches where with Chris Dickinson, I had a strong style match. You know what I mean? Me and Blake Christian, we had a high flying match. Acid Cup Night One, me and Ellis Taylor had a technical wrestling match. Acid Cup Night Two, me and Nick Gage had a hardcore match. There you go. You know what I mean? So I can I can do all of it, and I so I really don't care like if. If that's the product that they've seen of mine and that's how they see it, then that's okay too. But if they want to go check out, if they're interested in me, I always have something for everybody because, like I said, I love all wrestling. Yeah, I, I agree. If if they're just going to take like the first snippet they see and make their judgment on that, I mean, yeah. that could be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. It's like you see something, they're like, oh, I, that's not what I like. I'm done. I'm done with this Jordan Oliver kid and I'm moving on. And that's But that's not the type of fan – or the person that I think you would want to attract anyway, so it doesn't matter. Absolutely not. You know? Absolutely not. The, the fans that I have right now, like, I have, like, a, I'm building, I feel like, a small cult following. You know, like, there's some people that I see every single show I'm at. Those motherfuckers are there, and they're there to see me. Yeah. So. And uh, the other thing is, I, I also apologize. I like to jump around, and when you say things that, that make me want to ask another question... I, I try to put these bullet points down on my phone and then you say something yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, I want to talk about this now. So I apologize. I'm Any- cool with just talking. Perfect. I was, uh, I had a, I had a Colin West from synergy wrestling on here and, uh, we mm-hmm. were talking about you, uh, cause I, that's not where I first saw you, but I was, I was covering them and I, I saw you in a match. It was like, Oh my gosh. 
There were like eight wrestlers in it. I it was from. Oh, uh, probably Beth Boy. Yeah. Yes, it was. And so we, but we were talking about you. I think it was the end of the show, and I said, "I'm going to list a bunch of wrestlers. Give me one name or one word that comes to mind when I say these wrestlers." And we started talking about you, and uh, he said, "Colin West said you're the one person that in it's in synergy, I guess, that when you come out, the people just love you. They just love you, like unconditionally, are all for you." And then, on the other hand, on the other hand, your quote unquote character, which we'll touch on in MLW, people hate you, and hate you with yeah. passion. And those two extremes, to me, are why I enjoy you and why I contacted you because I saw you in MLW, and I'm like, well, I like this. I like this Oliver kid. I like this injustice thing that we got going. And then I saw you in Synergy, and I'm like, this kid is nuts, man. So what it's like, what is it I like know. to balance those two aspects? Um, so I don't even think about about it really at, anymore because I try to think like the person that I am as a human being mm-hmm. is just who I like to present uh, in the ring, you know? So, like, maybe sometimes it's a little more extreme than others, you know? Like, right. obviously, tone, toned up, if I'm a, if I'm presented to be a bad guy, maybe it's turned up a little bit, but vice versa. But I always like to treat the fans the same way they treat me. I, so, like, if I came out of Synergy and the fans started flipping me off, then I would start flipping them off, too. But it just so happens that the, those people are, they like me, they put their hands out, and they want to high-five. So I just, I just try to always go at it like that. Like, okay, if these people like me, then... They're, they're going to like me for, for, for whatever reason they like me. And if they don't, I don't need them to be liking me anyway. Right. Let's, like you know, talked let's about turn. Yeah. So you, you'd say, and this is the, the gist, this is the feel I get from you. There's there, the, the character Jordan Oliver and the person that you are, Jordan Oliver, the person, the character and the person are very close in, in the, the, they're one in the same almost. Yes. Yes. You know, like tone up or tone down or, or whatever the case may be. And I talked about this with someone else on here before. I think that makes the best wrestler. I think the closer you can be to yourself as a wrestler in the ring, the better you're going to be perceived and taken. And I think that's the way I would have it. Um, if I, if I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. Cause I mean, when you, I, I want to bring myself to a point in wrestling, like, uh, per se, like when you see a movie star, right? Like, I don't know who your favorite actor is. I don't really like, I don't care. I don't have a favorite actor. You know what I mean? Right. But like, per se, if you saw a movie star and you were like Kevin Spacey, I guess. And you were like, yo, I really like that guy. That guy's awesome. I want to see him in more movies. And then eventually it gets to the point where you want to learn about him as a person. Right. You know what I mean? You care about the person, not the character he's playing in those movies. And I kind of want to get – I want people to feel like that for, for me in wrestling. I don't want them to just like – I really like his in-ring work. You know what I mean? I want people to like me like how I liked CM Punk when I was growing up and there shit like go. that. Like, now we're talking. Like I care about the person, yeah. not the wrestler. Um. As you were coming up, your upbringing, uh, your your childhood, um, 
how did that how did your upbringing and childhood steer you and gear you into a, the life that you're in now um you know when i was growing up we didn't have like a like a whole lot of money mm-hmm. or whatever and my parents they you know they tried really hard but unfortunately my sister had a kid pretty young like uh, 16 and i was i don't maybe 11 or 12 at that time i don't remember so they really couldn't give me all the attention that i was seeking for a really long time mm-hmm. um pretty much from you know 12 till this, like this year <laughs> so um you know i just i just fell really hard into wrestling for those years of my my life from 12 to like now still and it's just like wrestling kind of a it was just all i had to a point just wrestling my grandfather so i started backyarding when i was like seven um and then i started pro wrestling like having actual like being on actual shows when i was like uh 15 you know what i mean so for me it was just always wrestling 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 i just i just gotta be i gotta be successful in wrestling because i need to i need to be better than what i am right now i need to I need to get out of the ghetto. I need to be in a good place. You know what I mean? So I, I just fucking was always focused on that. So when I turned 18, I decided that I needed to move out of New York, Newburgh, New York, because I don't drive. And it's really, it's, you know, there's no wrestlers that live around me. So it's really hard to get the shows. Yeah. So I moved to Philadelphia with Ellis Taylor um, so that we could travel together and train at CZW and all these other places to get ourselves out more. Yeah, so f- 15 years old. You were in, you were in a match before you were even trained, right? Yes. Yeah, I wrestled Coco Beware on train. Wow. But it became that natural to you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I did. I didn't, you know, I don't think anyone noticed. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I, I think all of us growing up as, as kids, you know, loved wrestling always did the backyard wrestling in one form or another. And for someone like yourself, it just, that just came natural. And like you said, you know, with the, with the the guidance of your grandfather and the direction, that's where you want to go. So you move out, you know, well, if you're 15, 15, you have your first match. Nobody notices from 15 to 18. Let's say, where do you go from that first match to be like, Oh man, I need to train or somebody comes to you and says, Hey kid, slow down. Let's train you. Um, so I have, my story is so fucking nuts, yo. Um, so I, I, I wrestled, I wrestled one match. It was like a scramble with like Casey Navarre, like a sunny, sunny kiss was in there. Yeah. Like, you know, just a bunch of people or whatever. It was like a scramble. Um, then my second match was against the promoter <laughs> and then my third match, uh, oh, my second match was against the promoter and I got arrested after the show, but then the third <laughs> match work? was against Coco Beware. <laughs> and did he still have Coco his bird Beware, then? Did uh, he come out with his bird? He did have his bird. It, it was a tag match. Oh. It was me and a guy named TJ Blade versus Coco Beware and the Jersey Kid. Yeah. And... You know, the match went, it went all right. It was fine. It was, you know, it wasn't, wasn't sick. Right, right, right. But it was fine. Um, but after the match, Jersey Kid was like, oh, I think you're really good. I would love if you, like, you know, came and, like, trained with me or something. Um, so, like, I was like, yeah, of course. That'd be awesome. And then, like, the next few days, he, like, hit me up and was like, like, hey, do you want to come stay with me for the summer? And I'll take you to schools and teach you how wrestling is. 
So I just moved in with this guy when I was like 16 for like a, for like maybe like, I don't know, like six months or something, like a long period of time where he just like took me under his wing, let me live at his house. He has like a whole family too, like a kid and a wife. So, and he just picked me, take me to all these wrestling schools. He like taught me how to like, you know, like springboard and like all this crazy stuff. And then after, like, cause I only stayed praying with him for like a year or whatever. And I stopped training with him. When I was like 17. So he, I mean, he must have stopped pretty something. quickly. Yeah, yeah, probably. I got. I don't know. Right, but you're just you're just going with the flow. It is crazy. It is a crazy story when I was researching it, and it's just. Yeah, this is this is all I've ever wanted. Yeah, this, well, this is it for me. If, like, if if I couldn't wrestle, like if if a doctor called me told me I couldn't wrestle right now, I would uh, I would I would probably kill myself to be honest. Yeah. So. And. Well, you're there. First of all, you're you're in you're you've you're in MLW, and I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah, God bless. I don't care what anybody says. They, if you're not watching MLW, you should be watching it. I mean, I know with the pandemic, we haven't been able we, you guys haven't been able to do what you need to do, you know. But it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Re, it's really good. It's it's top notch. What you guys did over in in Tijuana with with AAA, you know. That's some good, yeah, good shit you awesome. guys are doing. Um, you know, you're part of Injustice, which is a uh, – why don't you explain Injustice to us a little bit, the faction, and, and what you guys, uh, quote-unquote, stand for, I guess. Of course, yeah. So Injustice is a faction of myself, Myron Reed, and Kodo Brazil, or Snoop Strikes. Um, and pretty much we're just trying to – to fix the issues in wrestling, you know, like the issues that you have to be a certain amount of years in wrestling to succeed. You have to have a certain stature, a certain build, a certain color. You have to look a certain way. You have to shake the right people's hands. And we're just trying to change that. You know, we don't want this business to be the same. Like it's, it's, it was pretty hard, <laughs> you know, it's pretty hard to succeed in wrestling as a young dude right now. Yeah. And we're all pretty young. We're all like, 20 25 like we're all pretty young and it's just like we don't want the next generation of wrestling to have to suffer with the same shit that we had to suffer through the you know and i know it's even worse for the generation before us where they had to get uh you know beaten up and and all this and fucking shit in their bags and whatnot you know yeah. so we're just trying to take away all the injustices of wrestling just all the negatives all the all the stuff that really shouldn't be happening well the ironic thing is like you guys you guys are very young and uh, you guys, yeah. you, you work well. You guys do promos well. You gel together. Like you guys, not like just like you guys specifically, but also there's a ton of other young younger wrestlers out there, whether yeah. they're in promotions or in the indie scene, that they're the future of wrestling. So yeah, young guys are coming up to to hold anyone down because of oh this Jordan Oliver kid. He's only he's only been wrestling for two years i can't do this or that with him you know to hold you guys down because yeah. of that experience is just an injustice look at that an injustice yeah. <laughs> to, to the industry in my opinion and uh you guys i just think you guys are doing a great job uh as a as a faction yeah. over there and stuff Thank you so much. yeah no problem how did mlw uh discover you Cause you were over in CZW at that before you went there, right? Yeah. Um, so it's so funny. 
so at CZW, I won the CZW Wired TV title. Youngest, like a, youngest champion. Yeah. So it's, it's like one of the first established belts that I've ever won. So it's a pretty big deal in my career and whatnot. Um, but my my first defense on a main show, an actual CW show, was against Andrew Everett. Uh, Andrew Everett's a superstar. Yeah. So athletic and so crazy. Um, we had a, a spectacular match, but the finish is 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 nuts, uh, to, be, to be honest. Uh, so... Ellis Taylor, one of my tag partners, is is in the ring. You know, he's he's flat back in the yep. middle of the ring, and Andrew Everett's on the top rope. I'm on the I'm on the apron. Andrew Everett, shooting star press, right? I springboard up, catch him mid air right before he sits down. <laughs> RKO. So we're both mid air catch, and it just kind of like that was the finish. And when I kind of like got a little bit of buzz on the internet. Yeah. And then. Uh, they just hit me up, <laughs> and they wanted to like see what what was my deal. Like Court Court Bauer calls you and says, uh, "Excuse me, Mister, uh, is this the kid who hit the springboard midair RKO?" Yeah. Uh, we, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> we, we we'd like to speak to you. Uh, yeah. Was that how this, is that how this finish? All right, let's try to say this without breaking kayfabe, which I love to keep kayfabe. Uh, is that how the finish was supposed to go down? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That is a hard yeah. move to pull off. Yeah, we, we didn't, we, we, uh, we, I have a video, it's crazy, so nuts. I have a video on my phone. We tried it once. Right. Like, we were like, we have to attempt it, I mean, because if it's not possible. Right. Who knows? No point. In so we, that. we attempted it once, and it was, like, perfect. And we didn't want to put any, like, bad juju on it, so... We were just like, okay, if it doesn't happen in the ring, we'll figure it out. We'll just go with the flow. Yeah, because he didn't want to come up with a second option because he thought if we had a second option that we would bail. Yeah. And I think he was right. Hey, we yeah, I had I'd to have, get it right. I'd have to agree. If you guys had a backup plan, you might have gone with that instead. Uh, yeah. You definitely. No, we went with it, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, and I, I saw that. It, it came off top notch. And that's what got you discovered, huh? Pretty well, much. I mean, discovered by MLW, I guess is the right words. Because you were already CZW. Yeah. CZW has, a, a, I mean, a, a long list of, of phenomenal names to come out of there. You know? Yeah. So, uh, it was like MLW really opened up a lot of doors for me because uh, without MLW, I probably wouldn't be up. I mean, without CCW too, but I probably wouldn't be on like AAW and like yeah. GCW, like going to the UK. I feel like MLW really broke me into like a lot of different opportunities. Yeah, yeah, that make I mean that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. Do you have that flexibility? I mean, you maybe you can't even comment on this, but do you have that flexibility uh, as a, a talent under MLW to go work for these other? Uh, promotions like the AAW and GCW and whatnot? Yeah, um, so they don't really they don't really limit me on much uh, other than like the uh, you know, I can't, I cannot wrestle for for like WWE or promotions of that level. Right. Because um, obviously I'm, I'm contracted to MLW. But I can do all the independent shows that I want to do uh, unless it's on a, a same show date as them. But otherwise, I can do whatever I want, really. So I'm pretty blessed because, for me, my legacy is, I think, is in the indies 
I I just a big part of my you know my favorite thing in wrestling is I don't know if you ever like paid attention to it or not, but like I love wrestling for a long ass time. Like yeah, I have I've had like 20 40 minute matches at this point. You know what I mean? Like uh, last year every week on CZW Dojo Wars where the, it's like a student show. They have yep. like five people there maybe. You know? I was going there and I was wrestling these students for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, just because I, I fucking wanted to. I didn't have to, you know what I mean? But I just love that sort of shit. So that's why I love wrestling on the indies. I don't really get that time at MLW, obviously, for it being the TV program. Yep. But it's my, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm wrestling for a long time. Well, yeah. And you get stronger as the match goes. Um, and the other thing I, I take out of what you just said is it's less of quote unquote work or a job for you as more of just like fun. Like that's what you love to do. Yeah. So I just fucking love this shit, dude. <laughs> like, like I can there see it. No way face. around it. Like wrestling is 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 just the best on the planet. <laughs> I would I would I, I live vicariously. This is one thing. This is uh, when I when I started doing these type of interview shows with things geared around wrestling in any manner. Yeah. I like to live vicariously through the people I interview and, and all the other stuff. Because uh, I, I, I never did it, and I should have done it. I should have I gone into wrestling. Uh, but I never did. Yeah. So I can see on your face, and I can feel it. It's like coming through the camera, your love for it. And I'm just like, oh, I want to get out there and go do something. No matter what it is, just get out there and do it. Like, just go do yeah. it. You only got one life. This is it. You know? Yeah, I'm a very optimistic person. And, you know, my, my thoughts my whole life is just like, you know, just do whatever you want. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. So I've always just literally just done whatever I wanted. <laughs> I never even, like, second-guessed myself because... Similar to that yeah. that spot, the shooting star RKO. If I second guess myself, I probably wouldn't go full throttle at it. And like I'm only I'm about to be 21 in a few weeks, and if I died at 21, I would, I would be very happy. Yeah. I've had a I've done phenomenal things at such a young age. I'm very grateful and blessed for everything I have. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. But I see where you're going with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, speaking of uh. Uh, where you're going to go and, and uh, the future and things that you can see. Uh, is there a ceiling for Jordan Oliver? What is Jordan Oliver's plans? Like, where would you like to go? Like you talked about strong style. Would you like to go over to Japan in the, well, MLW absolutely. and Noah have. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, when, man, I love fucking wrestling, but I love Japanese wrestling. Uh, one of the first ever, Indie matches that I saw was Ricochet versus Pac, yeah. Dragon Gate, uh, and that match, <laughs> like, I it brought me up to like a second level of loving wrestling. Uh, it's my absolute dream, my number one dream in professional wrestling to compete in the New Japan Best of Super Juniors. Yeah, um, if I could do that one time, then I would be, you know, elated. I'll be very, very happy. That's the number one goal. But if I can top that, <laughs> if I can do better than just get in the tournament, I would love to win the tournament and also win the the belt. Yeah. So, don't that's don't my ever, dream. Yeah, don't ever sell yourself short, man. Ever, you know. You yeah. you you set a goal, 
I, I work I work with with kids, so this is now my now my teacher thing's coming in. So you set a goal, you hit that ceiling, you go through it, you keep you keep fucking going. You set another. You got one. to go again. Yeah, you have to. No, no need yeah, to stop. It's never slow down. Never. Yeah, I don't care what they say. Don't ever slow down, kid. Who said that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Slow down, kid. Jim. Oh, Jim fucking Cornette. So actually, though, Jim Cornette didn't say slow down, kid. I think the person that termed that was fucking Fit Finley. I think Fit Finley tagged it like slow down kid I, yeah. and, and then it was just like a thing yeah but it was it was it started with jim Cornette, and then fit finley got it yeah i know um i know i've heard a story through the wrestling circles like i've watched a podcast or i watched something or something and i know that hogan i know for a fact hogan used to say that in the ring all the time to people oh slow down kid slow down brother and uh <laughs> But I'm just like, I could, I slow down, kid. I, I was, cause I was looking at your pro wrestling tees. I was getting the links together for the, for the stream. So I checked out your shirts oh. and I'm like, slow down, kid. Oh, I like that shirt. Cause it's just so ironic. Cause you're not going to slow down. Yeah. Nor should you. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I apply that to in ring and just life in general. Just always keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, do you uh you keep up with today's product the best you can? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you love wrestling. Love what a stupid so. question to ask. Yeah. If if I if I have the I always try to watch it. I I don't have cable. Yeah. Neither so do I. I. Nobody has live, cable. But I always keep up on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't have cable either. I I keep up on it in one way or another. You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find a way. I'll find a way to keep up with it. <laughs> Um, oh, before I, before I touch on some of the off, off, uh, Oh, good for you type of stuff. Um, I was, I was, cause I, I write for wrestling news and, uh, yeah. I, I was getting, sitting down to get ready to, to write a thing for the anthology of Loki today. And, uh, I'm like, Oh shit, there's pulp, pulp fusion came out. That's right. They got this digital short series I missed out on. So I had to go back and write all three of those episodes. So I watched them all and I watched them all. <laughs> Your first video of that. First of all, it's a it's a great concept because you cool, know, yeah. with the pandemic, you know, not much you guys can do. So I like I like where it's going. But your first video for Pulp Fusion is like, you're just, it literally looked like you were standing outside. I don't know, checking the mail or something. And you just go, this is corny as hell. And the camera just cuts off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's Jordan Oliver. Like, I think that video might've just been taken by who knows who it might, it just might be on his phone. That might not have nothing to do with MLW for all I know. I mean, and it's great stuff. Yeah. And then I get to the third episode and, uh, yeah, the third installment or episode, whatever you want to call. And, and now I'm getting, and now I'm getting the injustice. Now I'm getting the Jordan Oliver look the the black and white you're sitting, what looks like someone's backyard looks like my backyard. You're sitting there and you guys, well, not to spoil it for everyone, but you guys are, you know, teasing a new member and whatnot. It's just great shit, man. I'm, I'm eating it up. Is what I'm doing. I'm just eating it up. Yeah. 
So oh, yeah. yeah, so so that I mean, what other tips during this stupid pandemic do you have? I mean, you guys got that going for you. Like, does, has it evolved how you work? Because now you're working as a wrestler has nothing to do with your moves, your in-ring stuff. Like everything's changed now. Yeah, wow, I didn't even think about that. Right? Um, that's nuts. I don't know because I've always wanted to be like a promo guy. You do you a know, good so job. I've always tried to Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to be a promo guy. So I I just always uh always tried to get that that part of my game up. So actually like when this happened I was very excited when I got texted, like, oh, we're going to be doing this promo series. I was like, oh, I need to be on that shit every week. Yeah, right? And, uh, I mean, it's the best, you guys, you know, what you got going. And it sucked because, because you know, MLW does tape and some other promotions tape as well. So you guys got a little ahead of the game with the pandemic because you had things already in the can. Yeah. And uh, I just kept hoping. I was like, oh, crap, I hope it's all done by the time. So they can get back. To I know. Work, I you know. You. Right. And we actually, it's so nuts because the the day the Mexico show was filmed, right? Uh, the Triple A show. That's the day that every single one of my shows got canceled. Oh. <laughs> that was like the 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 day that COVID like killed wrestling. <laughs> COVID. We 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 joked on here one night about. Uh, there's got to be a wrestler that comes up with, with a move named after the COVID or like the COVID clutch or the COVID yeah. cutter or someone's going to do that and it, it's going to happen. Yeah. The time's going to come, but for indie wrestlers and I've had a, a few, I've had a lot on, but I definitely had a few on since this pandemic and uh, they're all finding ways and, and doing the best they can. The times are definitely tough. I mean, I, I can't really relate, although I know like my job times are tough and things are different, but I can't even imagine like if things just got canceled for me. Like if a day of work got canceled, I don't get paid, period, boom, done, you know? And it, it just sucks. It's so bad. Like, like wh what do you do to survive the day? Um. Well, I'm actually... As much as I'm fucking so like upset and sad about yeah. not wrestling, uh, I'm actually pretty grateful for the the quarantine because during quarantine I decided like oh like okay people want to say that I'm skinny okay I won't be skinny anymore so I just been working out Messing every up. single day I, I put on the last time you saw me wrestle the last match you saw of mine was the Mexico show I was like a one. 175 there. Yeah. Right now I sit at 215. That's so. That's a pretty That's all big I do. Now I just work out. Yeah, I just work out, eat, watch wrestling. <laughs> there you go. Play video games. And just. Uh, I, watch, I watch my roommate play video games. I don't. I'm real fucking. I get too. I get too mad. <laughs> <laughs> you break shit. Oh, uh, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been so, there. And, and my fans. Have been so great they, they've been purchasing shirts like right now i'm doing a, a shirt bundle every five shirt bundle it's like a a fucking a sticker an eight by ten a shirt and a lanyard and me and my girlfriend are making all this shit ourselves like all diy we're printing the shirts we're making the stickers we're making the lanyards 
we're making everything in it. So, and people have just been eating up. So pretty grateful. That's how I'm like paying bills. Yeah. <laughs> just where merch. Can, where can you get that stuff? Because is that, because when I was researching, all I had was your pro wrestling tees store. Is that the same? Yeah. Thing? So I just sell that stuff through me. Like I, I just promote it on Twitter, okay. and Instagram. And I just have people DM me because I feel like the, the store process yeah. disconnects you from the fans. Yep. Like I like selling merch to a person, not a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like the idea that the fan hits me up and says I want to buy this shirt, we can have a we can have a little conversation, and they can buy a shirt from me, so they don't just feel like it's just. Yeah, you're right. A relatable, it's personable. I'll probably hit you up after this. See what, see what I can snap. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I only got five left. I started at 25 at, at one day, and we're, we got five left, so oh, pretty I better, cool. I better do that. You and the chat, everybody in the chat, you better get on that quickly. Just, just DM them oh, on yeah. Twitter or something. Hell, that's what I did. Um. Yeah, DMs are open. DMs are open. I live by DMs open. Um. <laughs> So, all right. So I'll, now I'll jump back to the, the regular promo. It's a long time wrestling fan. Love wrestling. Love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, something I'd like to ask the people I talk to every once in a while. I'm going to ask you to be in a triple threat match. Okay. You're going to be in a triple threat match and it's going to be you. And it's going to be somebody from the current times. So you and someone else that's in the wrestling world right now. And somebody from the past. Who would those two people be? How past? How like, past? how far past? Does it have doesn't, to be like... doesn't matter to me. Your past. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, current, Will Ospreay. Uh, he's my fair wrestler right now. Yeah. And past, CM Punk, because he's my fair wrestler ever. Is he? He's my favorite wrestler ever. He's the best. I love best. him. I love him. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping he comes yeah, back. back. You, you think he's coming back? Uh, I don't want to get too excited, but I, I fucking hope so. He's just, he's so fucking, he's just, man, you know what I mean? No one, nobody has made me feel about wrestling the way CM Punk has made me feel about wrestling. I, I, oh so. man, we have a lot in common. Um, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get really hyped about it. Um, so if you keep up with the promotion, you got, you know, SmackDown, the hacker gimmick and type of thing that they got going sure. on, right? I hope. Interesting, right? Right. Very interesting. I hope for the life of me that it's CM Punk and AJ Lee are the hackers. That's what I'm hoping. I'd give anything for that to happen. Anything. Yeah, that was pretty fucking nuts. I don't know if you saw... Um... Will Ospreay challenged CM Punk to Wrestle Kingdom next year. Oh, did he? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, and Punk has said in the past that he would come back for that match specifically. Uh, And then somebody, I think Fight TV tweeted like yesterday, what's your favorite CM Punk moment of all time? And CM Punk quoted that it hasn't happened yet. So, very interesting. It is interesting. And he has said that he's only coming back for something big. And Wrestle, he wants to. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom's big, so uh, huge versus Will Ospreay. No, that's 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 very huge. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I could talk CM Punk all day. I love him. It's ironic too. I love him so much. Um, although he uh, I 
on my personal Twitter account, I only, uh, for some reason, I don't know how this happened. On my personal Twitter account, I only used uh, CM Punk GIFs. I'd always answer people in a CM Punk GIF because there's so many of them. And yeah, I don't wow. know if that's what happened or not, but he blocked me. Like, my favorite wrestler uh, blocked me. He fucking blocked me on my other, on my, <laughs> my Twitter account. Like, what? Like, what, man? He's my favorite wrestler. I never said anything bad about him. I only used, like, great gifts. You know, the one where he puts it. You know, yeah. and, and all all those great ones, and he he blocked me. God, he blocked me after I posted a picture of me, like um, I did a picture from when I was twelve. Yeah. Um, and he was wrestling at SummerSlam, and I own actually, I'm pretty sure that like in this fucking, I own CM Punk's like six pack covers from from the Money in the Bank match. There you go. So, so I I dressed up for him for SummerSlam because I was very excited about it. And I I posted that picture, and he fucking blocked me. Are you kidding me? I guess it's an honor. I guess we should take it as an honor. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't have me blocked out because I have a, a, a new thing. <laughs> um. So so now let's jump let's jump to what we got going on now. Um. And as I said, I, I write for Wrestling News World. I got a, a a small relationship with Synergy Wrestling, and something that got announced recently, July eleventh. Synergy is going to be putting on a charity show for first responders, and you're in that first show. You you know that, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, what's what's that like, and yeah. how does that come about? Colin just say Colin wants his best guys, right? Yeah, Colin just hit me up and said that it was very possible that there would be a he'll be running a wrestling show in July, and I was like, you know, I'm fucking <laughs> like, down to wrestle. If, if, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, and then he sent me my he sent me the opponent. He asked me, he gave me a list of guys which I would come in for, and um, you know I had picked LSG on that list because I think LSG is a very talented professional wrestler. But I know he's gonna like kind of a dickhead, so we're gonna see. You know. Uh, speaking of LSG, since we're since we're talking about him at this moment, I actually I'm gonna have him on the show on June 11th. So, are there any comments nice. you would like to to uh, give to that young fella? Oh, I said, "Suck my dick." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's and that is exactly why I relate. So, I mean, he likes to throw "suck my dick" references. He likes CM Punk. He loves wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have you on anytime, man. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a match. A hell of a match. Um, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Everything is out of whack for me tonight with this COVID and I have three daughters. So life is insane for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. You should be sorry. It's, it's insane, man. Yeah. I had a sister. I know. Yeah. And, uh, so I have three of them. Uh, I also work in the school system for children with autism. So all, all week long, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to manage behaviors without actually being there. And, uh, so it's very, really fucked up basically. But, um, so I, I'm a little out of whack, so I don't really know how long we've been going, but I feel like we're, we're nearing a a nice natural end to the show. Or, you oh, yeah. know, or at least our spot. But but something I always like to do at the end, Jordan, and it's been a pleasure to have you on, 
is um, I'm going to give the microphone, you know, the proverbial microphone to you. Oh, the fucking and, pipe bomb. Yeah, yeah, right? The pipe bomb. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the floor is yours. You can put over anything you want. You can bury anybody you want. You can do anything you want. Um, it's yours, man. There's no restrictions. So, everybody, Jordan Oliver. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I was prepared for this. No. Um, I just want to say, like, thank all you fucking, all you people. This is, this is for real. All you people that have bought a shirt, bought an 8x10, just maybe tweeted about me or kept my name relevant in some sort of way during this little process where wrestling's not really happening. Right. I really, I really, really, really appreciate you guys because without, you know, even just that tweet or even that retweet, it helps me keep my, my name value up a little bit because before the COVID happened, I was on a hot streak. And obviously in wrestling, it's very rare that people get on a hot streak. So once it cut off, I kind of... Uh, I was worried that I would fall off, fall flat, but you people have kept me, kept me alive. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you've been a pleasure to have on. Uh, I, I really enjoyed talking yeah, to you. Much. And uh, you're a lot of fun. And uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say keep up, the, keep up the spirits. Keep up the great work. I want to see some phenomenal promos on uh, Pulp. Pulp. I just want to say Pulp Fiction, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> Fusion, Pulp Fusion, and uh, you know we'll be in touch, man. We'll definitely be in touch. Hell yeah! So uh, thanks for coming on, and we'll see you around, Jordan. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, All man. Right. Later. Awesome. I enjoyed it, man. I don't, I don't know. I know he likes to talk. We could have talked all night. We really could have. And uh, I, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with you guys and uh I hope I hope you guys enjoyed it too, man. Thanks everybody for coming in. WWE blowout one up runner, yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh this guy's called the standing streamer. <laughs> Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.